tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What's up, AfterBuzzers? Welcome back. Tonight we are covering The Family, Season 1, Episode 3 of puppies and monsters yeah yes. way to go with the creepy title <laughs> great the family. title creepy. appropriately titled yeah, exactly. appropriate. i was gonna say everything else is creepy in the show so why should that not be <laughs> i'm your host april wissenhant you can find me on twitter instagram everywhere at april wissenhant you can find us all of course at afterbus tv make sure to download on itunes rate us review we want to know what you think tweet us all throughout the show um because we want to hear all the creepy stuff that y'all thought. Where can they find you? Yes, hi, I'm Abby Vega. You can find me on Instagram, underscore Abby Vega, and on Twitter at AVega5. Awesome, and I'm Nadine Dallapella, and you can find me all over at Nadine DP in the number three. So tonight, a little bit of a slower kind of episode, did y'all think? Yeah. Than the first far. two. But I feel like you learn a lot. Oh yeah, we got a lot of information. What's your kind of general thoughts about tonight? Yeah, that's. I was going to say that same type of feel. It was just, it was, wasn't as intense, as crazy as we saw it, but I think they had to initially, those first two episodes, just right off the gate, get everyone hooked and attached, and now it's just continuing to build on the plot. I mean, we still had a few twists in there, we still had a few weird, crazy things, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't to the extent of the... the the first two episodes, but I still loved it. So I, great. I great also show. have so many new theories now after just that episode. I think I have an idea. I probably don't actually know, but <laughs> I, I'm thinking something different than I did last week. Yeah. So. I I don't even know what to say about this episode because it just to me like certain things happened that I I'm kind of like huh or like <laughs> it, it's like so much has to tie into the other. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but a lot of stuff has to tie into one another for it to make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just confused. But I'm glad. I like the way that the episode started off, actually. It started oh, yeah. off very first scene with Adam asking his dad, why didn't you continue to look for me? And that was actually one of my biggest kind of questions is because, well, like, obviously they thought that Hank did it, and that's why. But for a long time before that, they had just kind of stopped looking. And so I was glad that they showed Adam asking him, why did you stop looking for me? Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things, though, where, I mean, statistics and stuff of how many, after a certain number of days or a certain mm -hmm. number of years, how many children are actually returned home. And I think you get to a point where you just, you lose hope in a sense. Yeah. And, I mean, 10 years, I mean, the fact that he actually came home, that that's crazy. So I don't fault them for kind of, halting the process because you had someone that, that said that they killed him right? and then what else are you supposed to do? Okay, you have to take that for what it is. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't fault them at all either because yeah. I feel like having that burden on you, you eventually just have to start moving on. Exactly. Regardless if someone didn't admit to, it's, yeah, you're always going to have that hope and want that to happen but mm -hmm. at a certain point you can't let it take over your 
life. Exactly. You got to move on. Very true. I think we learned the most things tonight from the flashbacks that we got. Another one of the very first scenes is a flashback, um, I guess, right after Adam was taken. And it's uh, the dad. Oh my, John. John. I'm like, the dad. <laughs> the dad. I almost called him Mr. Warren for a second. Um, but it's John. We're on a friendly level with John. Yeah, it's it's okay. Mr. Warren. I love John. Um, he's like, you know, rushing to the sink, splashing water on his face. And then Willow walks up and is like, did you do it? And So creepy. I, to me, so I'm like, what in the world does this mean? Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of questions are kind of being thrown out tonight as or throughout the episode anyway, as far as, like, who had some sort of involvement. We meet a new character tonight. We call him FBI Guy. FBI Guy. And <laughs> he is kind of assisting Nadine. 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 <laughs> Nadine. Nina. Detective Nina. Nina. I swear I'll get it together. Um, with the investigation now, because she's kind of been, she hasn't been taken off of it, but they're now the head of it. And he, at one point, even says to her, um, he's like, I get why you looked at the sex offender down the street, and I get why that he was your first look, but typically child murders happen within the family. Mm-hmm. They're not random. Mm-hmm. And so that's where kind of all of these flashbacks of John and Willa start kind of coming together. And it's like, they. it seems like, they or it doesn't seem like, they were definitely trying to put in your mind like, oh, could John have something to do with it? But I'm glad that they completely did away with that. Tonight. Yeah, or I feel like, like they, they were definitely trying to make you think that he did it. But as it goes on, obviously you learn that it was just about the phone call. Right. But I, for a second, was like, did he? And then I'm like, no, that's way too easy. Yeah. I think so, that's the question of this entire show is, did he, didn't he? Right. Oh, okay, we got our answer. Oh, but no, wait, yeah. now the answer can switch. So I feel like it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he did have a different type of involvement with it. Who and knows? It, in yeah. regards um, to that, too, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the way that they set that up, it kind of shows that, like, why the marriage started to fail. Mm-hmm. Because at a certain point, Claire even thought, did John do this, you know? Right. And that kind of shows the beginning of the downfall of the marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we see where, um, I forget who it is that's asking Claire this at the time, or she's just being questioned by the police, and they say, do you know where your husband was this entire time at the rally? And she's like, oh yeah, he was by my side. And they're like, you sure he was the entire time? Because apparently they got him on camera leaving for like an hour or something like that. And so that kind of gets her mind working, and mm-hmm. which is the place she does not need no. to go because clearly yeah. it's going to cause a lot of other problems. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's in character of John that he left, though. Yeah, you know what me I mean. Too. Like he doesn't like the campaign yeah. ever. Like you, you can clearly sense that. So of course, ten years ago, he's not going to like. It. He wants to watch <laughs> the basketball game. Right. So when she brings it up to him, and she's basically like, "Where were you? You're lying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like a real story." It's like, "Well, honey, don't you know your husband? I yeah. feel like I know your husband. Like right. I feel like that sounds like something he would do." So well, even though even when he said like I was gone to get flyers and then I turned on the game. Okay, even if it's not something that's going to necessarily hold up in court, like there's no way to prove that, that's that's your husband. Like you still, shouldn't you take his word for it unless you just had this sneaking suspicion of him being a murderer the, the entire time, right? Yeah. I, I mean, that's a stretch, obviously, but you know what I mean. Like, I, I don't know. I just thought the way he was like, okay, this is my explanation. This is what happened. And the fact that she was like, 
well, that sounds like a made-up story. Like, that's not where your mind should go in that situation. Yeah, because I understand, like, a mom in that situation. Obviously, any little doubts about anyone, you're going to, it's going to drive your mind wild. But I think that even shows that there was major problems with the marriage before this happened Mm -hmm. because, like you said, that shouldn't be your first thought when, like, you don't want, you, uh, uh, I'm like, cannot speak. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know I'm there you. You don't want to, you wouldn't, auto, uh, like, if he, you would listen to your husband, you would trust him. Mm-hmm. That'd be the end of it. Exactly. So, yeah, well, the whole thing that, what came of this was Willa listening outside the room when mm-hmm. they were arguing and they were fighting. And just Willa being Willa, thinking that she needs to fix the family. And, you know, I mean, I get it. I, I, I think I, it's a good trait to have that she wants her family to, you know, be safe and, like, be intact, et cetera, et cetera. But, to go plant evidence as a 13-year-old, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's nice to know that that's why she did it was to protect her father because yeah. she was afraid her father was going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, now, she, 10 years later, she's just messing everything up again. Exactly. Well, that's the whole basis of the flashback is we learn that, well, I think we learned last week that Willard did indeed put the, or plant the evidence of the little uh, ship in a bottle at Hank's house, but I liked that we found, because we're like, how did no one see her in Hank? How did he yeah, not see her? Yeah, we were arguing about Whatever. Yeah. And so we learned tonight that she, as soon as she walked in the door, John said, why were you at Hank Asher's house? Yeah. And so she kind of approaches it in the sense, like, we know who did it, and we know that it wasn't you, so let's do something about it, because we know that they can't get into Hank's house at this point without a warrant. So it it all kind of comes to fruition at the end, but he basically, we now we know that John, or this 911 call happened that said, uh, we hear screaming coming from the Asher house, blah, 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 blah. We now know that it was John because he knew that his daughter planted the ship and that was the way that they gave the cops to get in without a warrant. Yeah, I think it's crazy that you're literally conspiring with a 13-year-old, like, as a parent, you know what I mean? I mean, at desperate times in a traumatic situation, I'm sure it's just going to make you not think rationally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm very happy, and it made me like the show more, the fact that someone did see her, that he did see her go inside. Because yeah. that was so unrealistic last week to me. Yeah. I remember I got very heated about it. I was like, this doesn't make <laughs> any sense right now. She can't just do that. Um, so I'm very happy that we were able to see that part. But it just also shows John... I don't know. It was just a little sketchy, though, that he actually went along with it for me. It was just a little too too sketchy that he yeah. went and did that. It's pretty sketchy, but at the same... I do get it in the sense of, just like you said, desperate times call for yeah. desperate measures. Like, if you truly think this man did this thing, then... And there's... It seems like there's no way around it. I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing. Now... And especially after I found out that my 13-year-old daughter just planted evidence in this man's house. Like, am I going to turn my daughter in and say she planted this evidence when ultimately it's going to help me get to the goal that I'm at? Mm -hmm. But I also at the same time, or like us as viewers anyway, we have to see it as like, don't you want some concrete something that says this is definitely the person like Mm -hmm. just because you have these sneaking suspicions and you really really think that it's him clearly doesn't mean that it is and so I don't know it just seems like you would try maybe something a little harder to prove like this is who definitely had my son otherwise I feel like there would always be doubts in their mind Mm -hmm. yeah and I was thinking too they didn't it didn't seem like it this episode too much but Mm -hmm. if he's now feeling super guilty thinking, okay, we could have found him so long ago if I didn't do this. Exactly. Right. You know, because 
yeah, last week we kind of blame that on Nina right. because she went after this wrong guy. But you see her in her confrontation with John. She's like, I'll always take the fall for this, but I'm doing that because of you doing this. Exactly. So I'm wondering if they're going to explore that more with the character of John and see him being a little more guilty about it. Because to me, he didn't seem super guilty. Right. Mm-hmm. He kind of just tried to justify why he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing really about, oh my gosh, if I didn't do this, we could have found him right. way mm-hmm. earlier. So That was actually one of my favorite scenes from tonight, the confrontation scene with Nina and John, where mm-hmm. she... I guess called him into the station and straight up plays the nine one one. Doesn't even say anything. Just hits that play button. Is like I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, she didn't listen to that before. I know that's it. Yeah. But I like that she kind of called him out and that she's like, I I mean, you're the one. I I get why you did this, but you're the one. Why you're the reason why this man is in jail Mm -hmm. because of you faking this evidence basically. And I like that she was kind of that she stood up for herself and wasn't just like. Because clearly she's dealing with this in a not-so-great way because, I mean, she kept this the wrong man, and then this he was, well, maybe Adam was in a hole for 10 years or a bunker, whatever they're calling it. So, I don't know. I liked that scene because I, I'm i glad she confronted him about it. Oh, yeah, and 100%. I, and I think also it's like I thought for a second that she may turn him in, you know, yeah. because— you're 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 planning evidence. You're conspiring. Like he could go to prison for mm-hmm. a long time. But I mean, luckily they're like in love with each other oh. and stuff. So you know he's gonna get off. But um, I think a great line is she says she goes, "I thought what I was doing was right, and you knew what you were doing was wrong, and mm-hmm. that's the difference." And then oh, she just good. ends that with "Get yeah. out of my sight." And I was like, "Get it, girl." Well, you tell. That's one of those things too. When the FBI guy gets there mm-hmm. and is talking about, he knew right away that her. And the dad, her John and Nina, oh, he yeah. like knew right away. And he's like, "Do you think that clouds your judgment?" So that was another thing that kind of made me think poorly of John because I was like, "Did he know? You know, I could get in trouble for this." Mm-hmm. Well, he, he became, knew for well, sure, but he got close to her because right. now oh, you think they're different well, in his intentions. Well, because now yeah. it's, I mean, it makes me question it. Who knows? But maybe he did really end up falling for her. Sure, but. Now he's lucky she's not turning him in because they do have that history. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't there, I'm sure she would turn him in. Yeah. You know, or maybe she will. Who knows yeah, she what, might, what's happening she with might this show? Turn him in yeah. still, but but I, I love the scene with the FBI guy and Nina when she's sitting there behind the desk in the beginning, and he basically is like, "Hey, like, no, just because I'm the FBI, you're gonna still work I love on that this too. case." Yeah. And she was just like, so like eyes lit, like we really, I yeah, can, I can yes. still be a part of that it. That was so great. <laughs> it's a dream. It was like it was just like a it was just a touching kind of moment and scene. But then he all obviously was like, "No, but it's still my." case, honey, but I'm just right. going to, you know, bring but you along for the ride. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Nina wasn't going anywhere, but yeah. it, they kind of made you think for a second that she might get pushed yeah, to the awesome side of bunch. Scene. So. I think we saw the beginning of Nina and John's love affair tonight, though, whenever it's the scene where he asks her, they're like sitting in the rain or something <laughs> on a stoop. How dramatic. Classic. And, uh, classic. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's telling her, um, like if anyone, how can anyone imagine or even think that I would do this? My own wife thinks that you don't think it, do you? And he's like crying, and then she lovingly puts her hand on his, and I'm like, and that's where and it that's starts. where it all started because there was yeah, there was a fall in the marriage sort of, and, yeah. he, and I don't know, but did she take advantage too, or is she just that's well, well, see, to get ahead for the case? Did she take a little advantage? I think it's just or? inappropriate in general. Yeah, well, of I course. mean, obviously you can't help how you feel, but. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I think that uh, that scene actually made me think that it was genuine only because it's like 
I don't think she would have done that in that specific instance unless she wasn't mm-hmm. really feeling yeah. it, I guess. But at the same time, it's kind of tough to tell. But I don't know. That's yeah. what I think the beginning of it is. <laughs> but so this new um, FBI guy has a ton of ideas and has kind of the best one yet. He wants to take Adam back to this bunker because whenever um, the pocket pockmarked man, I'm just going to keep calling him the creepy guy. Creepy man. So much easier. (laughs) Whenever he blew up the bunker, it of course erased all forensic evidence. So any DNA that they possibly could have gotten from it, not happening now. So he suggests that um, they take Adam back to the bunker, and of course Claire is not having it and uh-huh. thinks, but she's even like, oh, we should wait a week. Now we all know that they have this big interview set up with the entire family about how they're doing and that kind of stuff, so mm-hmm. it seems like maybe she's putting off him doing it for a week for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but Adam actually jumps in and says, no, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go back. And then we see them go back, and he says that he is in that. Well, first of all, Claire can't be a part of it. She's just, like, too traumatized by it. So when Adam goes in, we see him say, like, oh, here is where I slept, and then here is the bathroom, and here's the kitchen and the dining room where, you know, we had, like, nice meals at. And I thought it was kind of weird, and this is just one of those other suspicions that's going to stick in my head for a while, because later, back at the house, whenever John is telling Claire how it went, he says he had the layout just like Mm -hmm. our house. Even Mm -hmm. as an eight-year-old kid, he remembered the layout, and I'm like... No, 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 no. That, like, an eight-year-old kid is not like, let me set up this exactly how... I mean, maybe, but it just seemed yeah. a little strange to me. With that, too, my mind went to um, the confrontations with the brother about him not remembering things. Because I'm like, if he did remember the layout of this house, he really couldn't remember his best friend from yeah. the time. Right. Oh, that's because a Because if point. he set up the kid, you know, like... At- that just was what my yeah, mind went right. to. Well, yeah, I was thinking that he at home studied, obviously, what the house looks like. Then he got in there, and then he acted and, and, and yeah. played it out and stuff. And mm-hmm. also, it's like, I feel like he's only been home for a short amount of time. And the fact that he's very, very comfortable and adamant about going back. I mean, we obviously find that he wanted to get a key. Right. So yeah. that's why he wanted what? to be alone. Some random key what from a random brick. random brick. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, that doesn't raise any, any kind of red flags, you know? That, right. Like, he's so, like, into going back to this place he was tortured at. But, I mean, also, it could be, I don't know what's going on in his head, but that's his home for the past 10 years. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, 100%, it's more weird than it is not weird. Yeah. Like, you would think that someone would never, ever, ever want to go back there. But I think, just like you said, I think he went with the intentions of, oh, let me get this secret key. Mm -hmm. What What is is this key Well, the fact that they even left him alone. I was very surprised. Like, like, there was a a crime scene there, basically. Like, a detective should be in the corner, like, watching. Some, or something. Exactly. Like, because the thing it, is, it was weird too. Me. Is they're freaking out because they don't have like any evidence of any sort, and then he asked for a moment alone, and then goes right to the key as if he didn't want them to know that there was anything left in there. It, well, that's exactly so what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird to me, and that's why I'm. I don't know what the key is, but mm-hmm. it's weird that he doesn't want them to know about it. But it's also, like, in this show, like, with that, with the fact that they had all these FBI agents down there, all these cops, and you couldn't find a loose brick in the wall. Yeah, right. And it's the same thing at Hank's house when they when they had searched it 10 years ago, and he comes back 10 years later, and Adam's gloves are in the ceiling. Like, right. How, like, thorough of a search are you, are yeah. you guys doing here? <laughs> you can easily just move a little thing. Like, come on. It seems like you should dig in every single place. And yeah. maybe, like 
bang on. I mean, that's like Knock cop 101, up, right? right? I feel like we've all watched enough cop shows. We know what to but do. Then they're tap, 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 tap until you find a hollow place. Yeah, then I we mean, may not have a show, though. So <laughs> I guess. gotta have some. Or basically, we're all just detectives. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're qualified to <laughs> discuss <much>. this. <laughs> but so that's really the only thing that comes from that is that we find this little key not little key I guess it's going to be a big key yeah. <laughs> but um later back at the house John is telling Claire about how you know like everything that happened and she seems for the first time to kind of be breaking down a little bit like, very emotional yeah. this she, entire episode oh, yeah. yeah she is approached by Willa at one point and is, you know they're talking about this interview that's going to happen and she's like how can I even slightly say that I'm fine like of course we're not fine mm-hmm. and even they're meeting with some kind of um like booster I don't know what you would call it someone who's endorsing yeah. her mm-hmm. and they're talking about this interview and like what she should wear and you know all that politician jazz mm-hmm. I guess and she even then seems to not be able to really hold it together. Now, my question for y'all is, do you think that that's fake? And do you think that kind of what ended up going down in the interview was planned by her the entire time? Or do you think that that was, like, real emotion before, I mean, before the interview was happening? All planned. You think A hundred percent. I wrote that down. I'm like, she did this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I think from that meeting with the endorsing, whatever the lady was. Sure. I think even from then she had this little plan because then her daughter, Willa, would be confused. I don't know. I think it's all planned and she if you notice when she walked out of the kitchen after Willa was like, You mm-hmm. have to you have to tell me about these things. Yeah. She's like, You think this was a plan? And then they zoom in on Claire's face and she kinda had this little smirk like she, had the she smile. bought, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought she was acting in the um interview yeah. but that little smirk just yeah. verified that for me that yeah. she had she had a drawn out plan well yeah. it also ties in when we see um at the end uh the, the reporter what's her name why am i bridey bridey when we see bridey's notes at the end of the episode basically saying like is like claire like um like does she have the dna center in her pocket because mm-hmm. throughout the interview she's talking about wanting to put a chip which i think is like kind of like a an interesting idea to yeah. put a microchip yeah. but to put it inside humans like regardless that's that's a little bit it's, too much yeah. government involvement in yeah. the individual's <laughs> life i will throw that one out there um but i mean interesting thought but the fact that that was tied into that lab and that's yeah. what they're producing these and so right at the end on the end of the episode like that i'm like gosh, maybe this is planned. Maybe she does know what she's doing for whatever reason. Yeah. I thought, I wrote it somewhere in my notes. I was like, politician. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, kind of the ultimate move to make people think that you're being real is to not include your people around you into, like, what's really going on in your mind so that they can seem legitimately, like, Okay. Yeah, I real guess. true emotion and, from them. And not like, oh, yeah, because if maybe if Willem had known, she wouldn't have looked so, you know, of course it's mm-hmm. going to be shocking to her that her mom's kind of going off the walls a little bit, so mm-hmm. you would say, and being like, no, yes, of course I'm not okay. Because if she was sitting there like, hmm, hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not yeah. going to seem as legitimate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just think that, well, I think now the smirk at the end, we definitely see like, oh, okay, there's something up with this. But all of the it just makes me have even more suspicions about Claire with all of the lab stuff because now that we know okay so she 
it, she does have the no, she doesn't she have the, the DNA results. She, has oh, she the does dental records. We find out. So yeah, we find out that Willa actually did go for pick Claire. up the dental records for right. her mother. Which I, this whole I mean, last time when we we spoke, we all thought that maybe it was someone else. Yeah, like, right. you know, someone was, pretending to be. You know, all our theories were happening, but to find out that it was actually them, but it wasn't for her. She wanted it for her mother. But do y'all believe uh, Willa seemed? to be like, oh yeah, mom wanted them. I actually believed that she really picked them up because her mom wanted them, not yeah. for like oh, another yeah, suspicion. Oh, so too. yeah, no, I don't think there's another suspicion, but I think the yeah. fact that it's for her mother Motherish. and not that like Willa picked them up because Willa, ne- I mean, obviously it would be for her mother or she needed right. it to bring to the dentist herself, but right. the fact that it was specifically asked by Claire is mm-hmm. kind of the, the And now with mark. like the DNA in the lab that yeah. she's working with, it just all kind of ties together, I think. Yeah, and the only thing about the whole Claire suspicion for me is the fact that when we see her when she's by herself, we do see her being emotional. Mm -hmm. We see her not being emotional in front of, like, other people, mainly. Not mainly, but in a few instances. So I feel like if it was fake, or her not... Um, thinking that that was her, Adam was her son, etc. She wouldn't be having these emotions by herself, crying or what, hugging him in the middle of the night, right. and all of that. So that's why it's a little, it's a little funky to me. But uh, something's clearly got to be up with it, though, something, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. something's up. But. Okay, so at this point, we know that she has our most likely has the lab in her pocket because she's doing this big endorsement for the microchip thing. And I, the, a funny thing about the microchip thing is this, uh, people have like suggested that in real life, like yeah. to microchip people. And I always think, I'm like, but what about the people who are convicted who are actually innocent? Like, what would you do then? Like, they're just going to be microchipped for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. Anyway, that's a little side note. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that with the whole interview, I'm surprised that, Everyone kind of kept it together as well as they did, especially um, with Danny. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I forget what they asked him. Like, well, what is it like now with your brother or something like that? Yeah. And he's like, it's like he never left. Good yeah. boy, Danny. Yeah, and Danny. Claire just looks at him and smiles. He followed the rules. Yeah. I thought Adam was so bizarre in that. Adam's interview. always bizarre, yeah, yeah. though. Adam's a creep. But in this <laughs> episode, he seemed way more comfortable at the beginning. And then in the interview, he literally just like... He's cringing. Like, cringing and sitting very uncomfortably. But I think that could also be him playing a role, like, okay, I know, like, I can't just be this, like, oh, hey, mom and dad, everything's great. I have to, I mean, it's almost like he knows, like, I'm, I need to play this part of a wounded child. Not Mm -hmm. that he isn't wounded, of course he is, if he was actually kept in a bunker for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But I think he was almost playing a role just like Claire was and just kind of like Danny was, too. Mm Um. But Dan, kind of tying Danny in with our girl Bridie again. Yeah. He, I am actually so surprised that they went there this early. I wrote when that down. They went, <laughs> so he um, shows up at Bridie's house and they hook up, they're in a tub, whatever. And he gets shaved in their legs. Yeah. Casual. <laughs> I've never had a guy shave my legs. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> interesting. Very. Um, but she, he gets out because his phone rings and he thinks it might be his brother and he discovers all of her stuff about the case. I was like, you're going there already? That could be a huge, like, plot thing throughout the entire show. But I'm also kind of like, okay, I'm glad you went there and made us find it out so that we don't have to, like, keep up with that Mm storyline. With that being said, though, I do think they had it found out because now it's a whole different Mm storyline because you see him going there at the end Mm -hmm. because he seems just sick of his family, kind of just trying to put on this front. Yeah. So... Because I was very surprised. I was like, they're going to have him find out already? Because right. we were all saying, like, this is going to build up mm-hmm. and all this. But now you kind of see he's like, hey, 
now I know she can help me yeah. in whatever he's doing, but like they're gonna work together now. Exactly. Right? I well, assume. He, he needed someone else, I think, and I mean it's episode three now, and so you need someone on your side, sort of, to be like little two detectives together, you yeah. know, trying yeah. to trying to figure it out. And no one in his family is listening, but no one's like questioning anything about Adam. So yeah. of course he's gonna, you know, stick with her because he really wants to know the truth. Yeah, right. he's my favorite. I just love oh, him. he's my favorite too. When he had his him. confrontation with Willa too about the dental records. I'm all about the looks. I could be misreading these people's looks very much, but to me... I thought you were like, he's hot. I was like, oh, yeah. He's very cute, too, but... Very cute. I, like, I look at their faces, and to me, when Willa said, for mom, um, he kind of got suspicious, in a way. Yeah. Like, I, to me, I don't think he bought, oh, the doctor needed them. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of, in turn, and poor Willa pretty much blaming him for Danny being... Adam being kidnapped. Yeah. That was kind of sad too, but I think that kind of led him. He's like, why did they want these? And then. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't think he bought the thing about the doctor needing them. Yeah. Because, like, why would the doctor need his dental Dental records, records. obviously? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that dental records do, of course, contain DNA, but why would, like, his normal doctor? So I think she, maybe Claire actually did say, oh, the doctor needs this, but I think, and she just, and Willa just kind of went along with it, but I don't think Danny clearly is buying mm-hmm. that that's the reason. Yeah. Well, because he asked, too, he goes, does he have a, an appointment set up soon? And she's like, how am I supposed to know? And that'd be right. the only reason why you would need yeah. one. Is, like, the records, if you're going to the dentist soon, exactly. so you can bring it with you. Or... I felt, I did feel bad that she kind of blamed everything on him, though, but I think it's almost her way of... I mean, because as far as we ha- have seen so far, Danny hasn't had any involvement in the kind of putting everything on Hank. So I think her lashing out at Danny now, I mean, they've clearly never yeah. really gotten along, especially mm-hmm. since that. So I think that's just her way of kind of lashing out and, I don't know, yeah. getting the yeah, guilt off true, of true. herself, yeah. maybe. Well, I can see that. Typical Willow, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's Very just typical. like, it seems like in her character that that's, I mean, it's that's just her. That's what she does. Basically. Miss Willow. <laughs> so the whole time all of this is happening, they're also, um, they're still doing the search around the oil refinery, because now we know that the bunker is where he indeed was kept, so he says. And so many, <laughs> you could use that. So I know, right? <laughs> and he, he makes a point in the thing, or whenever they're down there, he says that um, he brought him food and it, it was a good night because it was warm. So this puts it in Nina's mind that like, oh, this is, you know, miles away from the road. Maybe he drove here. So they do indeed end up finding some tire tracks and it's from, they know, like from a Dodge Ram of certain mm-hmm. years or whatever. And they start interviewing everyone who owns that kind of truck that works at the oil refinery. And I forget if they showed it. Like, how did the creepy man know that they were looking into this? Did they, did they see him, or did he see them asking someone about it? No. We weren't ever shown that. And that's I had the same question, it's part though, of my new theory, of, you guys. Yeah. I'm talking about it. <laughs> okay. I have it re- I'm excited to hear <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I mean, no, we, we had no idea. But I'm sure you just saw the cop cars pulling up with their sirens on, the lights on. So. Right, and like the two or three random people, whoever yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that they went to. So maybe he was on the list. Or maybe he just, I mean, if he's a smart kidnapper, he got away for 10 years kind of holding this... Boy, we should use these again. Yeah. Holding Adam. Like, he, he kind of knows what he's doing. Like, he didn't give burgers with wrappers on them, so mm-hmm. it would never he would never know where it's coming from, etc. Um, so maybe it was just part of his whole plan this entire time. Yeah, I think right. it was. To get rid of the car. And, just well, and we know that he's been watching them search, obviously, yeah. because so he saw he Nina searching, so maybe on. he just kind yeah. of 
got wind of it, and that's how. But he, I'm surprised to find out, has maybe a wife, maybe a girlfriend, a pregnant girlfriend. And that's how his excuse for getting rid of the truck is getting her a new minivan. I know. Also, it was a classic moment when he's walking in super creepy, and it was right after John was like, before he hurts, or someone mentioned him hurt someone someone else. else. And they play like the creepiest music, and he's walking super slow into the house, which was... Like, why are you walking so slow? And right. she's chopping yeah, and you hear the chopping sound. Yeah. But I mean, at that at that point, I assumed, okay, he knows this, but the way they made it sound like creepy, you're like, oh yeah. Like oh, for me, for me, I was like, oh my God, girl, you did not lock your door. Rule one, when you're home alone, you lock your door no matter what. Like, come on, don't have your music on chopping veggies yeah. without your door locked. No. But I, I'm a freak, so I would never, same. no. Yeah. I but. don't know. But so he, I guess, just... I don't know if he just dropped his car off at an impound lot or what. He said he sold it, but um, or I think he said he sold it, but we see his car get smashed, smashed. by the whatever thing mm-hmm. at the impound lot. So clearly that's one thing that they're never going to find. And even um, the FBI detective and Nina have a conversation about, he's like, you know, this wasn't the move, but we'll get there. And she's like, he's a, he's a person. That's what makes this so different from, you know, that's why I need to have empathy in this sort of case because a person makes mistakes and he'll eventually mess up. Yeah, but it great. seems like he's not messing up so yeah. far. To me, too, though, with the impounding, uh, it's kind of weird they didn't, wouldn't think to maybe check that. Because yeah, so you kind of get, get, get in the mind of the other person. At this point, they know... They assume that the person knows they're looking for him. Well, clearly he burned the thing yeah. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so to me, I'm a little surprised they wouldn't even go and check someone, obviously. That's like, why it's we part should be the yeah. Yeah. That's why I should have been on this case. But you know what I mean? Because you're like, you would think, hey, maybe he's probably trying to mm-hmm. make sure Get you don't find this car. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but that's just part well, of it. That's why we should be checking yeah. this, I'm telling you right now. Um, I kind of been forgetting about our boy Hank. Yes. Throughout the whole episode. And I don't this is just kind of <laughs> weird. This is one of the weirdest parts to me. Like, so Hank is buying a puppy. Mm-hmm. And he goes to this little puppy shop, and we see him lay down in the pen of puppies. I think we kind of touched on this earlier, like right as they show Adam laying down in uh, the bunker mm-hmm. in this like position like this, that he always yeah. slept in, and Hank is kind of in the same thing. Mm-hmm. So all, Hank's only thing throughout the episode is him buying a puppy, mm-hmm. which, oh, that's very sweet. They're really cute little labs. And he didn't get it. Okay. Well, he no. I'm glad he didn't get it. You're always so pro. Hey, I just can't handle this. He looked Man. so happy in that pin of puppies. Like, he did. He, so he did. But I think the creepiest part, what just led me to have the puppy whole thing be weird from the get-go, was mm. when he's at the door Looking. and he's watching the kids play yeah. with the puppy. And then he turns around and is like, oh, I want a puppy. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was kind of All right, well, why do you want the puppy? Yeah, and so that whole time I couldn't enjoy the looking at the puppies. I was like, can you leave this house? Don't get a puppy. Don't get a puppy. Yeah, that was weird. So that's my... I did... The the only reason I felt kind of bad for him was in the end, whenever he, like, the kids are watching the news and there's Hank's face and, you know, it's... They're watching the the sit-down interview and Claire's like, he is not an innocent man and he did all this stuff and the kids are like mom that's the guy on the news mm-hmm. and I, I felt bad for him in the instance of because like in this specific situation not mm-hmm. to say he hadn't done some other creepy stuff no. clearly he has but he didn't kill Adam well if Adam is who he says he is 
but is, is he going to, like, have to deal with people doing this for the rest of your life? Like, that's so many things, and I think I've just been watching too much Making a Murderer, <laughs> but it's like, if you, like, you once you're accused of a crime, you're automatically basically guilty for the rest of your life, whether you did it or not. So it's like, he's, ha- he's having to deal with all of these people judging him and mm-hmm. kind of being shunned for something that he didn't necessarily even do. I think the point of when the kids freak out they show it while they're talking about him being a sex offender. Right. So that's why I think the mom and, like, the kids kind of, like, freaked out, mm-hmm. which is, se- like, sad, but, yeah. I mean, you guys got it. His puppy. Yeah. But yeah. There, was, there was a scene, too, where um, John's taking out the trash, and Hank sees him, and Hank just kind of, st- like, stares at him. I think he knows. And there's, there. oh, he has to know something, you know what I mean? And something weird's gonna happen with that. Every time you ever see the two of them in a scene, it's very creepy and it's very dark and like, not dark as in lighting, but I mean, tonight it was. It's just a very dark scene. My heart races a little. I'm like, oh my God, like John's gonna die or I don't know what he's gonna do. Because they've shown a couple times like interactions between them, but they're not Real interactions. It's just yeah, him watching. Yeah. yeah, they've done that a couple times. I think very he, hostile because we yeah. still we know obviously that Willa and John were both in it, but mm-hmm. we never established like how did Hank not see someone? Yeah, right. and I a hundred percent think he knows. Well, whenever um, another really good scene was whenever um, the cops did get called because of the screaming in the house that now we know John called. Um, whenever Nina walks in, Hank, like, he sees that his door has been opened a little bit, and he opens it, and it's holding the ship in a bottle thing, and he's just bawling, crying, because he knows right there, he's like, clearly, I'm, you know, know. there's no way I'm getting out of this now. You have to admit that was sad. That was sad, Because he just knew, and he he knew he could do nothing about it. But I was thinking, like, why are you picking that up? Your fingerprints, like, are gonna be all over that now. If you had never touched that before in your life, that salvo, leave it in the drawer. But I guess you also, if you're innocent, you think, I have no, like, what is this doing here? I have no reason not to. But, well, clearly he didn't think he was innocent, otherwise he wouldn't have been crying. Yeah, like yeah. That. But I don't know. I think that's, I mean, he clearly knows someone framed him. Mm-hmm. So who else would have access to that besides One John and mm-hmm. Willa and Danny and Claire? Like, mm-hmm. So I think he knows that one of them is the person that framed him. I don't necessarily know if he has like a, it's this person 100%. Yeah, but yeah. of course, the first person he would think would be John because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's the patriarch. He's, yeah. the, he's the dad. He's the one who's going to do that if mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So I don't know. I think he has some sneaking suspicions. But yeah. And Claire knows nothing, right, about the, the framing. Of as far as No one else. It's just the two of them that have kept that yeah. this whole time. Yeah. All right. Or, I mean, I'm sure someone else knows. Well, not yeah. Nina. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think maybe now that's why, sorry, I I think that's maybe why Willa, if we look back to, I think last episode two, when she confronts John is like, hey, like, we need you to be sort of a part of this campaign type deal, or I'm going to basically expose the affair, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think her little hostile attitude about that is maybe because she tried to protect him when when she was 13, and he's still, like, kind of going off the rails and off the tracks, and so Mm -hmm. maybe that's why they're not as close, or, or, I don't know, she always has this sort of, I don't know, same thing. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, I don't know. I'm wondering, too, if Nina knows that Willa had anything to do with it. They didn't really touch on that. Mm. They know that she found out that John made the call, but they didn't 
you know, mm-hmm. besides yeah. that, they didn't get into it. So I don't know if that will even be an issue or put, come up. Yeah. yeah. But she's going to search more now. Now yeah. that the FBI agent was like, hey, you didn't, you yeah. just stopped after he confessed. It was just, that was nothing. Yeah. yeah. The 911 call, that's like, how did yeah, she voice, listen to it? I guess in that moment, the, the operator, yeah. I, how did she listen was, to it? It clearly sounded just like him. And even if yeah. they weren't yeah, romantically like involved. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Like, if it's you're like, going to do that. Little deep voice. Yeah. I'm screaming. I mean, that's criminal. 101. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But teach John how to be a criminal. <laughs> the kids are up to some creepy stuff in the end of the episode. Not well, I would say Danny's isn't creepy. He's just he shows that he's joining yeah. forces with Bridie. But we see uh, Willa in the bathroom, like, I guess, getting ready to take a shower. God, and look who's in the mirror. Her <laughs> brother, Adam. Her brother, Adam, just oh staring gosh. at her. And she's like, oh, what? And they have this little moment where he's just kind of sitting on his bed holding this mysterious key in his hand. And she's like, it's okay. It's like, you didn't know, whatever. But you can't look at me that way. I'm your sister. Yeah. I'm your sister. She makes sure to, like, drill that into him. That, right. like, hey, boy. See, <laughs> don't look at me You're like that. You're my little brother. <laughs> so I just feel like tonight I'm going to look in my mirror and I'm just going to, like, be terrified that he's going to be That was just a very creepy... Yeah. Oh. He's just a very, I mean, he's a great actor because oh, yeah. he plays that just stoic look, that stoic yeah. face so well. Oh, God, he, it gives me goosebumps. He's I just swear. the one that I can't figure out yet. I can't at all. Because even then, whenever she's like, I'm your sister, he's like, I know. To like, me, do you know? I wrote this down. Like, when she said, I'm your sister, I'm another look. But to me, I was like, who is she trying to convince? Mm. You know, it almost seemed as if they had this, like, like they were in it, it together. together. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it was like, I know you're not my brother, I know you're not my sister, but they like said the opposite, right? Knowing that's oh, wow. what I thought. Wow. I kind of, I kind of thought the same thing yeah. too, or I got that vibe a little bit where it was like, okay, let's repeat this to ourselves yeah. to remind us how we have to act, act toward one another. Oh I, wow, yeah. you, that's you didn't crazy. think that? No, I didn't. Oh think yeah, that that's where all. my mind went right away. I'm I like, it's like. I thought maybe for him, in a sense, him being like, well, you're not my sister anyway, and like, I wanted to check you out, but mm. not from her end of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought wow. that. That's a new way to think of it. I definitely yeah. thought of that thought in his that thought going through his mind, too, though. Like, you're not actually my sister, so I can check you out, but crap, yeah. you caught me. So. Yeah, you caught me. <laughs> right. All right. I'll pretend now. Sorry. <laughs> but then he just sits there again with that key. Yeah, yeah that's it's like, what does that key have to go to? And then yeah. I hold, like, I don't know if I, I don't think I really touched upon this. When he found that key, you think it was, like, planted there for him? Or do you think it had been in there that yeah, entire that, I time? I don't know about that. Do you think that the creepy, creepy-faced man put it in there before he burned everything up, knowing that they would probably bring him in there, et cetera. Yeah. Um, that's I, a very elaborate plan if that's if that was the case. But. I kind of thought that it was left for him. Because, I mean, like, what? He, clearly, he had no need for a mysterious secret key while he was down there for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, how did he chisel away a brick? I mean, I'm sure you can find some creative ways to do that when you're down there for 10 years. That's true. Didn't but think about the brick. it seemed like it was planted mm-hmm. to me. I don't know, though. Unless that, I, first when I saw that key, it made me think, like, did he have a key to get out of the bunker this whole time? I, and was I he, thought, was too. he escaping this whole time and coming back? But then I was like, would there be a, a lock on the yeah. inside? It would yeah. be on the outside, not, like, right at the stairs. So I don't know. That's yeah, where right. my mind kind of went, too, but... Oh, Who gosh. Knows? I don't know. Okay, let's get into some predictions. Yeah. I got my feet. <laughs> I'm <laughs> excited right. to hear you. <laughs> you're after Buzz predictions. I'm going to let you go first because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's my 
We're excited. Let's my hear it. thought out theory just came to me, and I had to write it all down. Okay. <laughs> so I think that Claire and Willa are behind it. I think that they are actually helping the creepy guy. I think they hired that guy to kind of do all this stuff, and they're kind of keeping him up to date on, like, the car. Like, keeping... They know what's going on in the investigation because, like, when they talk about tire marks, Claire and John were both there. Mm -hmm. So that could have been another thing to, oh, you need to get rid of the car now. And so I don't think that creepy guy actually did anything. Mm -hmm. I think he's just helping the people who did it. But I think 100% right now, I think that Claire and Willa had this whole thing patched up because now definitely with the DNA test and the chips and stuff, you see they, I mean, they had this planned out for the campaign and him coming back is perfect time to be like, we should chip these people. And so I think, and I, I think John is out I don't think he has any relevance to it mm-hmm. yeah. at this point. I don't think he's involved. I think they had their little moment today where they, you know, made you question him a little. Yeah. But I think that that's what's happening. What? I, I really like that. Yeah, the that's only a great thing, thing that I would, that which this is probably going to be the biggest question in my mind with every theory, and it is with my own theories, is like, why would they in a sense sacrifice Adam like clearly he was a real child he yeah. was I mean they had a son named Adam so what why would they like sacrifice or did they did they have someone kill him have they just been hiding him for this long that's where is my only question when it comes to one of the family members being involved unless they already know that he's dead they actually yeah. have evidence and proof that actually died but yeah. for whatever reason decided to cover it up and go on this path instead of actually mm. like yeah. burying him and you know going that's through that whole too. process who knows and i also think <laughs> bridey and danny now are going to form a genuine um like connection and I think that they're gonna I don't know if romantically but I think that they're gonna become super close they're gonna be a great team and I think um that they're gonna find stuff and Mm -hmm. it's gonna be possibly your theory against Willa and Claire well I mean especially Claire Mm -hmm. and that's just gonna I don't know cause craziness to happen and then I think it's also gonna be found out that Willa and John why is Willa involved in everything Willa and John the plan that's gonna come out very very soon and then when we saw the um previews for next week Mm -hmm. I I think a weird thing that I saw in there was when Adam was looking at the iPad and he saw his his uh, the creepy man. Mm-hmm. He saw his captor on there. He dropped the iPad because he like couldn't look at him. But if he's having that reaction towards seeing his captor, but yet he was so into wanting to go back to the bunker, right? It didn't kind of make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I felt like he had too much emotion seeing him and not enough emotion about the bunker when they should correlate the level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I kind of was weird, so I don't know. That definitely is weird. I don't know. I can't, I mean, my theories, I guess, are essentially the same as they were last week. <laughs> I, I mean, but I'm, I still, I, I have no idea if it was, if he's actually the real Adam. I kind of am leaning toward no, sure. Mm-hmm. But my biggest question right now anyway is how is Hank involved in all of this clearly they're not just going to keep him as a character that just I mean sure it's important to know that he was the one who was convicted of this you know wrongful death or whatever you call it but 
I mean, he has some other involvement, or it seems like he has some other involvement in this situation in some way. I mm. think that Hank, because we mentioned at the beginning of this, that Danny seemed to be the only one who didn't jump on the Hank bandwagon mm. when they were trying to find someone. So I can see Hank somehow getting involved in the takedown of whoever's doing this. Mm. Maybe Danny and Bridie will look more into the Hank situation, find out that oh my gosh, my sister and my dad are the ones who set this guy up, then have more questions for Hank, and then he could be part of helping them. Yeah. But you know? Hank, he's still, for sure, creepy yeah. my creepsterson. Yeah, okay, yes. yeah Danny's gloves that. or hair or whatever. Yeah, and the yeah. ceiling. Like, still don't know about that. You're, yeah. like, going to pet it and sit there and, like... That's I think that's maybe so him feeding his suspicious. desires. Yeah, he's that sounded really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Well, Hank, he's, you got to stop yeah, feeding like, that, I've right? never, yeah. like, you know, he has those tendencies in his head, but he's like, I don't act on them. So maybe he just... I, it's creepy regardless, yeah. but that could be it. It's just kind of... His way yeah. of, I don't know. Good, yeah. We can kind of just stop with the creepy Hank scenes, though, where he's just there. And same yeah. with same with Adam. You know, we'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Well, thank you all so much for watching with us tonight. Can't wait for next week. We're gonna get a so lot excited. more information. As always, you can find us all at AfterBuzz TV. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment. We definitely want to hear what you have to say. I'm April Wissenhant. You can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant. And in regards to comments, this is not based on that documentary. I tweeted. No, I yeah. tweeted at the family writers, and they <laughs> said that the writers never seen it. So that's that. Well, right. I'm Abby <laughs> Vega. You can find me on Instagram underscore Abby Vega and on Twitter at a Vega Five. And I'm Nadine Delapella, and you can find me everywhere at Nadine DP and the number three. See y'all next week. Right, bye guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.